Welcome, my darling pretties, to our Beyond the Dawn of Business podcast for pretty empowered female entrepreneurs. It's time to step into your power, pretties, lift each other, support the squad, and choose a life filled with the autonomy and freedom to live your dreams. I'm your host, Dawn Beth, owner and founder of Beyond the Dawn Digital Business Brand and Agency. My coffee is hot and my eyelashes are on, so we are ready to go. Hi, and welcome to today's episode. I want to talk to you today about three things that big businesses are doing that perhaps small businesses are neglecting that we don't need to neglect. Things that can be easily included in our strategy and in our business plans. So as so many of you will know, me and the girls spent some time in Paris recently. We took a little bit of remote time to work in the city of love and it was absolutely wonderful. We had a great, great time. But whilst I was there, the conversations that were had at the time that we were there sparked some really, really interesting ideas for me in terms of what some of the bigger brands that we work with kind of do as standard that are so simple and so usual for them that perhaps some of the smaller businesses that we work with don't fully adopt Now, I guess it's easy for me to say these are these three big things that big brands are doing that we can adopt in our smaller businesses. And you might say to me, well, Dawny, that's totally fine for these massive brands because they've been established for decades and decades and their turnover is, you know, the kind of money that most people will never see in a lifetime. And I appreciate that there is um, a little bit of that included when these things are being considered from the bigger brands. But that being said, these bigger brands are so much so on a pedestal. They're so well known that the spotlight that they're under in terms of of global visibility is so much bigger that actually the risks for them is somewhat higher. If you were to flip the perspective, smaller businesses have the opportunity to do these things without being scrutinized to the same level. And that made me have a a moment of pause. It made me think about all of the times that we are actually scared to do something because we feel we're not big enough, when actually the fundamental understanding of our businesses are the same underneath. It's just that actually this particular brand, yes, it's had many different managing directors. Yes, it's had many different um, companies included in its kind of growth. So many times there have been hundreds of innovative people that have run through through these brands and the brand still stands and the people may have moved on and you haven't had that experience in your small business yet but you do have the opportunity to be more flexible and try more things without having the same level of scrutiny that these bigger brands deal with on literally the daily. So I'm going to talk to you about the big three things that big brands are doing because I think that there is definitely an opportunity for all of us to adopt at least consider to adopt these ideas in our businesses as well. So the first thing that big business is doing and doing so well, so chic, just so in the day-to-day that it's not even a thing, and that is taking risks. 
when I have conversations with the bigger brands that we work with, whenever I pitch an idea to them, they are not looking at micro detail. Now, don't get me wrong. I appreciate that there is a feeling of being thorough. There is a feeling of um, wanting to be represented in the right way. And so many of the smaller businesses that we work with want to have complete control right down to the finer, finer micro details. And I understand that that comes from an area of, of wanting to feel in control, but also wanting to make sure that you're own kind of stamp is being made on everything um but the bigger brands and they they are well established brands that people know and love and they do have an identity in their own right they're not looking at micro detail they're open to innovative ideas they're open to taking risks and it's not something that has to run through five or six different people people for approval it's one person one creative who gets the say on yes or no. And what I love about that, first of all, from my perspective, from our company, it's extremely refreshing to be given full trust and full control over an idea. It's extremely exciting. But also, equally, it's so nice to see people kind of trust the process and understand that it is a risk. It is a risk. I'm going to put this in your hands and I'm going to watch what happens next. And I'm going to have confidence that whatever happens next, we're going to find the right direction. So even if this doesn't go the way we think it should go or the way we want it to go or the way we've imagined it will go, we're going to allow you to test that. We're going to allow you to try that and we're going to see what happens. And whatever happens, we're going to work with it. We're going to make something from it. We're going to find a way to steer it so that it works in our favor. And we're going to do that with full confidence. One of the brands that we work with that um, you would expect would be very difficult to work with. I, I genuinely thought there'd be about 100 people before we'd get to somebody who could make decisions. They are so chill about taking risk that sometimes we have to check ourselves and make sure that we're not going to out there and actually what they do is they encourage a creativity within me and my team because they give us um, poetic license they give us creative license they allow us to think up ideas that are so outside of your standard form that it actually this is what gives them the power this is what makes them different this is what allows them to truly break out of the box and be seen as a powerhouse as a leader as a high fashion you know completely powerful entity and that's something that really really kind of it just first of all it fills our soul with pure joy but it also it's really inspiring and I think as small business owners we could take something from that because we spend so much time trying to figure out what the manual is what the script is for being an entrepreneur that we're following in other people's snowy footsteps to make sure we don't set a foot wrong well what if you just walked your own path a little bit what if you took that risk What if you attempted that thing that no one else has attempted before? What if you created something that is brand new? What if you allowed yourself the moment of of just complete self-confidence to believe that it could actually work? Like, what would that change for you? 
Taking risks for the big brands that we have worked with in the past and that we're working with right now is not, it doesn't feel like a risk. Nobody is sat around worrying about it. There's no worries. It's kind of on the scale of let's open up the ceiling of ideas. Let all of the things flood in. Let creativity not be um, stamped on. Let it not be contained. Let it flow freely through us in a way that just really allows us to be something unique. And what's beautiful about that is that so far we have not experienced anything that has had any kind of negative backlash that we haven't been able to use or we haven't been able to spin or we haven't been able to uh, create even more fantastic ideas from. The personality piece is within the risk, allowing somebody else to provide for you different areas of your business is a risk allowing yourself to outsource something is a risk allowing yourself to bring out a new product is a a risk getting yourself visible for something is a risk it's all very risky and we agonize over it we worry about it we stress about it we got ourselves in knots about it we get ourselves under a pile of imposter syndrome and spend two days in a blanket hiding away from it big brands don't do that big brands see it they look it in the eye and they run towards it so i want you to consider What risks are you not taking? What are the big scary things that you're shying away from? What are you hiding under the table away from? Like what could you run towards? What could you really embrace if you were being very courageous and very brave? The second thing that big brands are doing really, really well is they're moving on from negative or things that go wrong or, you know, mishaps, issues, they're moving on from them with a 100% breakup level determination. They're like, okay, so this line didn't do very well, or this line had a fault and we had to recall, or this part of our website isn't working, or this particular situation isn't working for me, or or we haven't been able to make that place, that, that particular location work for us or whatever. Like, they just cut it off. No worries. We just cut it off, we remove it, and we move on from it. We continue with the business as we had always planned to do and we move on. That's what we do. No stress, no worry, no emotional turmoil. This works for my business. Green tick. This does not work for my business. Red cross. If it's a red cross, it's gone. Thank you for your time. It was great. It's me, not you. Thank you for the experience, but we will not be continuing with this experience. And they sashay away into the sunset, onto the next thing. No sweat. I still have trauma from relationships from clients that broke down last year. I'm still holding that. Like it still hurts that somebody did that to me, that somebody treated me the way that they treated me and that they spun the perspective on it in a way that... I felt was just totally untruthful like I still hold that trauma and I look at these big brands and they're not holding any trauma there's no emotional backlash from this they're moving on they're happy oh yeah that happened but that doesn't happen anymore thank you and goodbye 
massive, massive lesson. I am working on it myself. I suggest you do too. Adopt it, darlings. Bring it into your consciousness. Big business is not sweating the small issues at all. And the last thing that I want to bring to you that big business is doing, and they're doing really, really well, is they are actually finding new ways to work that supports where they're going, not just where they are right now. So the big businesses that we support, the big businesses that we're chatting to, they're not working on the same things that we're working on in 2023. They're working on 2025 stuff. They're working on 2027 stuff. They're working on what is going to be after this next step. That doesn't mean they're not enjoying where they are. They're really consistent in being able to fully embrace the moment they are in. But by no means have they stopped tracks in the year that they're in. They're forecasting and making decisions today based on February 2027. The decisions they make today will affect what happens in 2027 and they know and they are working as though it's an absolute given that this brand will still be at its height if not bigger in 2027. It's not even a consideration that things might go wrong. There's not even a conversation about the difficulties that could occur. They're looking towards their bright future. They're looking towards the next step of growth and they're making key decisions right now based on that being a given. Now, we talk about this kind of energy all of the time. You could say that it's manifestation, but when it is a collective source of people and not just one person, it's so much more than just manifestation. It's actually a collective vision. It's a collective energy where everybody is on the same page in that organization about where they want to be and what they're working towards. Big business are making sure that their people are intrinsically aligned to that big vision. Are you doing the same thing? Like, are we doing the same thing? I'd like to think I am, but am I doing it on that scale? Am I thinking of it in that same way? Is it something that actually can be included in my business? Absolutely. So one of the things that's really joyful for me is when we work with people who have different size businesses, different amounts of people who work within the organization, but also in different niches. And this particular niche um, of, of one client is so niche that you wouldn't believe that they, they could be as big as they are. But they're so incredibly big that they have hundreds of people that work in their, their head offices, thousands of people that work in their wider kind of scope, multiple locations, uh, mainly in America, but across the globe. And these people, when you talk to, to the people in their marketing teams, when you talk to their creative directors, the kind of main overflow is that they just want to make sure everyone is happy and healthy within the organization, outside of the organization. They have big visions for profit always, but more importantly, they are expressing themselves. They are expressing themselves through the brand that they work for because that's become part of their identity. 
or they are expressing the brand identity in such a way that nobody can ever ignore its existence. And if you think about the big players in our world, you think about the Beyonce's of our world, you think about the people who everybody knows who they are, they have this high level visibility, um, they, they are considered geniuses in their field, they're considered leaders, they're considered, you know, the, the real the real kind of definition of CEO. These people are expressing themselves with no fear. They're expressing themselves with no shame. They are expressing themselves unapologetically. They're not worried about the things that can go wrong. They're taking the step. And if something goes wrong, then they handled it. Yeah, they handle it. They have trust that they can handle it. They have trust that even in cancel culture, if something occurs, that they will recover from it because these people have seen recovery. They've seen these things happen. They're not sweating the big stuff. They're not sweating the small stuff. They know that their trajectory is forward growth. So there's a quiet confidence, a steely kind of confidence underneath. And this is something that's really important. It's something that you want to be holding on to. It's something that you want to be considering. And if nothing else, something that you want to add to your businesses. If you gave yourself those three things, if you gave yourself permission to fully embrace those three things, what could that do for your business? What could that do for your mindset so that you can make decisions based on where you're going, not just where you currently are? Because those are the things that unlock your inspiration. Those are the things that create opportunity. Those are the things that give you the the opportunity to fully see what could be possible for you. And that is beautiful. Thank you so much for listening today. Until next time, I'll see you again. If you're loving our pretty podcast, come on over to Social Pretties, our online safe house and sisterhood community. It's a safe space where female entrepreneurs connect and thrive in a warm, welcoming fold of pretty amazing women. You'll find an easy redirect in the description and I can't wait to see you in there. As depending on where you're listening right now, we would love it if you would click subscribe or follow so that you can be the first to know when our new podcasts come out.